The following program is brought to you by the Tennessee Broadband Association. Lead Tennessee Radio, conversations with the leaders moving our state forward. We look at the issues shaping Tennessee's future, rural development, public policy, broadband, health care, and other topics impacting our communities. And now, here's your host of Lead Tennessee Radio, Lavoie Knowles. Hello, I'm Lavoie Knowles, the Executive Director of the Tennessee Broadband Association. I'm joined today by Chris Townsend. Chris is CEO of DTC Communications and Vice President of the Tennessee Broadband Association's Board of Directors. He's on our podcast today in his role as Chairman of this year's Annual Meeting uh, Convention Planning Committee. And we have a great convention lined up, and I'm excited to talk about it a little bit this year. And we also have the showcase the last day of the session. So it's it's really a jam-packed meeting, a full two and a half days. And we are just so glad that Chris is with us today. He, As I said, he's the chairman of the com- planning committee. And he's put a lot of work into this committee this year. And it's going to be, I think, going to turn out to be one of our better conventions in our history. So, Chris, good morning. Good morning, Lavoy. Uh, thanks for having me on today. And Lavoy, I'm in agreement with you. I think we're going to have a great show this year. Um, it's exciting to uh, be getting back together. And our planning committee, as you said, has put in a ton of work. And I think um, we'll talk over the next few minutes about some of the exciting points that this committee's put together and the benefit it's going to be to those of us working in the, the broadband area um, and what we've been able to do in the state of Tennessee. Absolutely. I'm, I'm excited. And uh, uh, first of all, I guess we want to start out by just telling our listeners about the, the time and location. So, Chris, I'll turn that over to you. Yeah, um, this year's uh, convention is going to be June 1st through 3rd in Franklin, Tennessee, uh, really close to the dates we've done this the last few years, of course, with the exception of last year when it was a virtual event. Um, but uh, we'll be back in Franklin. So it's a great location, uh, centrally located in our state, and uh, ought to make it um, make it uh, available to most folks that um, have an opportunity to be there. Uh, that's correct. We've been there for a few years now, and, and uh, the Franklin Cool Springs Marriott has been good to the TNBA through the years, and um, I would say that they have uh, appropriate um, COVID protocols in place, and so anyone yep. that uh, is concerned about that, uh, they have it covered. I would say that uh, all common areas need to need to bring your mask and wear that uh, any any chance you're any time you're in the common areas, and um, we'll let everybody know about that. Um, but this is one of the Sorry. first uh, in-person meetings, actually across the country. I know. Uh, there's some that's cranking up in June after our meeting, and there may be a couple uh, the middle to latter part of May, but for the most part, we're one of the first meetings nationwide to to get back in person. And that's uh, reflective of um, the number of folks we got coming. When you uh, register most everyone, we do have a conversation in the registration, and, and everyone just so glad to get back uh, in person. And I would say at this point, we've got over 165 people registered as of today, and uh, we're growing uh, every day. And so um, I, I'm expecting in the neighborhood of a couple hundred people uh, to be at our meeting, and that's that's really a little more than, than normal. So um, our, our, our virtual annual convention, actually, uh, we had the virtual meeting in October. We actually had to physically cancel the meeting in June last year. Um, so I think everyone's, re- everyone's ready to get back. So uh, Chris, let's talk about the topics a little bit and uh, 
we start out with a very special guest. I'll let you um, uh, announce that to our listeners. Yeah, LaVoy, we are extremely excited. Um, Governor Lee has agreed to be with us um, when we kick off the meeting on the morning of June the 2nd. Obviously, Governor Lee is a very special guest, and and we really want to thank him. Um, I mean, even if he couldn't have been able to come to the meeting, um, you know, he from his first day in office, he has been uh, supportive of broadband initiatives in our state. Uh, he's consistently made sure that money has been in the budget, working with the legislature to uh, ensure that, that grant programs are available and that we can get service to those who are unserved and underserved in our state. And, uh, you know, the governor's latest budget um, have put even a, a greater a greater number in the budget this year for that program because I think he just understands the importance, he and his staff, of what broadband is doing for those who live in Tennessee. And so we couldn't be more excited to have him with us. We're excited to hear about the uh, comments he has about all that the state has done. And, uh, you know, really, LaVoy, you, 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 the last thing you talked about was the fact that we've been able to get back together in person. And I think a lot of, a lot of what we're talking about here um, really is a testament to Gover- Governor Lee and his staff that the Tennessee Department of Health has done an amazing job with COVID protocols and making sure that we all have the information we need uh, as broadband leaders in Tennessee to keep our people safe day to day. And then even now, um, because of what's been going on in Tennessee, I think we're able to be together at an event like this in person when maybe others aren't. I, again, I think that's a testament to his leadership in our state on a variety of issues. We could talk about those all day long. Um, but but myself being a leader in the broadband industry in this state, uh, man, from day one, Governor Lee and his staff has been attentive, and the folks at ECD and, and everybody else we deal with. So um, I, I could not be more excited. I know that, that our committee couldn't be more excited that Governor Lee will be with us. I think it's going to be a great kickoff to the event. And we're um, um, we're ready to welcome him in and hear what he's got to say. You're exactly right. Uh, Governor Lee has been a, a great um, asset to the broadband community and particularly to our association. And um, because the COVID uh, budget restrictions had to reduce his budget for uh, broadband this past year, uh, but he's cranked it up this year and going all in. He two hundred million dollars is is a big number. Yes, sir. Uh, for Tennessee and uh, we're hoping that's going to get uh, approved by the uh, General Assembly. We think it will, but he, he's trying his best to promote broadband and make sure every Tennessean uh, has broadband availability. And uh, I would say that Governor Lee is a rural, rural governor, even though he lives in Franklin County. He lives on a, um, a full operating farm, and uh, he knows about rural constituents and uh, their needs. He can relate to our TMBA members and uh, their their members firsthand. So he's he's been great for the Tennessee Broadband Association. Well, Lavoy, you know that you know that that being in this industry and getting to work in the rural communities that we do every day, you know, we understand the importance of connectivity in rural America as well as anybody. We know the what's happening in the schools and the small businesses and on the farms in our communities. And, and of course, this past year, it's never, never been more evident that we need great broadband connectivity with so many people working from home, being educated from home, essentially having to do everything from home. And, um, you know, so, so to see the governor take what's been being, you know, a 10, 15, $25 million number and ratchet that up to $200 million, it, it just shows that he's in touch with what's going on with, with, uh, the residents of Tennessee, he understands that when rural Tennessee prospers, 
all of Tennessee prospers. And, um, you know, we're seeing a massive difference in our communities where we're able to deploy uh, true broadband service. And, um, and, and I'm, I'm, we're just happy that the governor fully understands that. He's all in on it. And, uh, man, we're excited to hear what he has to say just here in a few weeks. Absolutely. Uh, I would say we've got another very important uh, maybe co-keynote speaker, and uh, that's our own Shirley Bloomfield, who is the CEO of NTCA, the, the Rural Broadband Association. That's our national uh, industry uh, affiliate in Washington, D.C., and they're very well in tuned with what goes on in the, on the national level. So we'll, Governor Lee will give us a, a snapshot of Tennessee, and then we'll ask Shirley to do an a overview of the national landscape. But Chris, tell us a little bit about how important a role uh, NTCA plays in our industry? Well, Lavoie, I don't know that there's a, a bigger role that can be played. Um, Shirley and her entire staff are absolute champions for uh, rural broadband. And they, they've they understood this from the days of, of when we only had telephones to now uh, in the changing landscape of this, um, you know, digital connectivity, state-of-the-art connectivity that's needed at every home and every business. Uh, NTCA uh, not only helps companies collaborate and understand the the best ways to deploy service and to um, and and to be active in this industry to make things happen on the ground in our small communities, but they are super active um, in Washington um, and really all across the country, helping helping our voice be heard. Um, you know, with the uh, you know with the, the 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 leaders of Congress, with our senators, with our representatives. Um, also at the FT, uh, at the FCC, um, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, regulatory action that goes on that affects us on a day-to-day basis. And uh, Shirley and and uh, her staff and and Mike Romano in particular that leads um, the the you know leads the front on some of the regulatory issues that's going on. Um, I'll say this for as you know being a smaller association compared to a lot that are in Washington. Um, and obviously, uh, even though we, we have several in number, um, we're still a small small group compared to some. Our voice is heard every day. And, and what I love about that, LaVoy, is that, you know, when I, I know that when, when we're talking to Shirley and her staff, um, that group from NTCA, they're, they're in Washington, but it's just as if they came from our own community. I can't be there every day. I'd love to go to Washington more often and and uh, be face-to-face, but they're there representing it specifically for us rural Tennesseans, and they do that for every state across the nation. So uh, they're a key, uh, key cog in the wheel, and uh, it's, it's super important, um, the work they do to help our voice be heard. And because of that, Lavoie, there have been, uh, you know, I think maybe with uh, some of the infrastructure bills that are being considered, uh, there's a focus on broadband there. I know that with some of the, the, the grant programs that have happened in the, the recent years with uh, the USDA's uh, RUS programs, some of the reconnect and and some of the loan programs as well. Um, there's just been a lot of work, and uh, you know probably none more important, Lavoy, than USF or Universal Service, um, which not only helps us get the networks built, but to to keep those networks healthy so people can stay connected um, in in um, in high cost areas like we live. So I could go on and on and on, but NTCA is a champion for rural America specifically for rural Tennessee and how it affects us. And uh, I couldn't be more pleased with the work that Shirley and her staff are doing. And, and uh, we're excited to hear what she has to say. I know that, uh, um, you know, Shirley is, uh, uh, they've been involved in every, every step of this along the way with us from uh, 
even during COVID, they had to make a lot of changes too, but they, they've still been active and helping our voice be heard. So we're excited to hear from her. I couldn't agree with you more, Chris. And it's, it's amazing, even though they're, they're a nationwide organization with, um, I don't know, several hundred members across the country, uh, it's, it's amazing how uh, personal they are and know what's going on in Tennessee. Uh, you you call them up and have a question, and they know who the, the members of Congress are, where they stand, what committees they're on, without even looking it up. And and they they know all about Tennessee. They know about uh, the support we have from from Governor Lee, and it, it's amazing how personal they are. Uh, they can get on on every state in that manner. So it's I was very pleased that Shirley had uh, could work in her schedule to be here for the for the second uh, part of our program. Um, I, I have the privilege of serving on NTCA's Government Affairs Committee, so I get a little bit uh, more of an inside look at some of the uh, the work that they're doing. And just to piggyback on what you just said, um, I can call any member of that committee, and they not only know our our legislators and they and and the members of the ranking committees, but they know their staff members by name, and they know exactly who to call uh, when when there's an important issue before Congress. And so. Uh, yeah, they're they're doing their job in, in excellence, and they make it easier on us to represent our community. So it, they're they're really good for Tennessee. Right, totally totally agree. Uh, next up up on the agenda is actually another very uh, high powered speaker and retired uh, from the FBI. He's currently a professor at Cumberland University, and that's someone you were able to uh, secure. Uh, it's Matt Espenshade. And so we're very pleased to have him on the program. He'll be talking about crisis management. Talk a little bit about Matt. I think you've uh, heard him speak before and and know how powerful he can speak. Uh, yes, sir. Um, I, I've had the privilege of hearing Matt speak a few times, and I've actually gotten to know him over the past three years. Um, Matt and his wife, Lisa, live not far from where I serve. They, they live just east of Nashville uh, in the Lebanon community. So I've gotten to know them. And uh, Matt has uh, has a long career both in the Army and then in the FBI, and Matt and his family have lived all over the world uh, where he served in key positions in the FBI. Um, I know he was uh, the, the lead attache for the FBI in, um, in, in a region of Africa serving, uh, gosh, Lavoy, I think it was somewhere between 9 and 11 countries at one point. He was the head FBI agent in those areas, uh, really working to keep specifically keep Americans safe that were in those regions of the world, but also involved in many um, crisis management situations. Um, our listeners may be familiar with a, a book or a movie called Impossible Odds with the story of Jessica Buchanan. Uh, Jessica, uh, several years back, was kidnapped. She was, held, um, um, she was held by hostages for over 90 days, um, and Matt was the leader of our government, of, of the FBI and the entire government team that was making decisions to help keep her and the other gentleman that was, um, that was kidnapped alive. And so I've heard Matt speak about that and just about how some of the key ways that they uh, operate in those crisis situations uh, really works to come out with the best results on the other end and how those results can be applied uh, to everyday life, right? Not just in hostage situations, but we can apply that in our businesses. We can apply that in our families. Uh, and really, Matt talks a lot about how to be prepared uh, before a crisis comes. Of course, we hope it never does. Uh, but Matt does a great job with that. And and he's been involved in many other things that our listeners would probably recognize. But I, w- I won't steal his thunder because I'm not sure exactly what stories he'll be telling. Um, but it, it was exciting to hear that Matt could come. 
He does a wonderful job. Um, Matt is a very humble, uh, down-to-earth guy who really cares about people. Um, and he, um, he, he's currently leading, um, uh, leading the criminal justice area over at Cumberland University there in Lebanon. So it just kind of tells you the kind of guy Matt is. He's all about others and, and investing in others. So really excited to have him with us this time. And I think our listeners will really enjoy, uh, really enjoy his, um, uh, his discussions as well. Yeah, I'm excited to hear his uh, his comments, and it's it's going to be a great session. And we're going to uh, round out the morning sessions, the general session topics, with a couple others. Uh, Andy Johns from Ward South is going to be next up with it. He's going to be covering hit your target uh, with digital ads. Uh, that's a very important uh, topic, and I think it will give uh, folks an idea about what we need to do to expand our our digital advertising. And uh, last up that morning is going to be Kimberly Nunley, from, also from NTCA. Uh, she's, she's their lead HR person, and she's going to be talking about how the COVID-19 pandemic has transformed the workforce. And that's uh, a very uh, important topic, and I think some that everyone, something that everyone would be interested in hearing uh, that morning. So we got a full slate of very high-powered uh, speakers, very influential, and uh, I, I just don't want anybody to to miss uh, uh, the program this that day because we're gonna it's gonna be full of information that everybody will enjoy. We've all been to meetings where we picked a session or two that we we didn't necessarily want to attend, and uh, I'm smiling right now um, just because I know that's not this kind of that's not this kind of meeting. Um, man, you're exactly right. We've got some really high powered speakers. We've got we've got topics that are pertinent to the situations that we're in. And uh, not only will you not want to miss the meeting in general, I think the, the attendees are going to be really careful not to miss any of the sessions. So it's exciting to have the group that we have coming in. Absolutely. Uh, after lunch, we're going to break out into our peer group sessions, which is which actually has become one of the most popular features of our convention. This is probably the fourth, third or fourth year we've conducted those. And that's where we have different panels and different uh Careers in, in inside each company uh, that they have breakout facilitated sessions. They have one for C, the CEOs, one for field operations, another for finance, one for sales and marketing. Got a technical session, and we have an HR session. Uh, Chris, what do you think these sessions are so well received? Well, I think uh, it's iron sharpening iron, Lavoy. I mean, I think it's wonderful. Um, you know, I think it's wonderful when you're able to. Um, hear from others that are like you. Um, I think that, um, you know, when you're in the trenches doing what you do and you're getting to hear from other people that are doing the same thing, I think that's exactly, um, you know, exactly where we, where we want to be. I, I totally agree. I think you're right. And, and it's um, uh, professionals talking to professionals and it's actually yes, sir. Honed, in, honed in to your specific career path. And I think that um, that's right. It's kind of, kind of uh, funny. Uh, I know a couple of times, I've actually had to go in and interrupt the uh, peer group and say, "Hey, we got to move on to the next session." They they were actually there uh, more time than they were allotted, and we had to move on to the next topic. So that's a good testament to the to the um, yep. being informative uh, how sessions those those are and in, very informative. Uh, we also uh, after we wrap up the um, the peer group session, we have have two groups of uh, breakouts. And these are actually sponsored by our vendors. And uh, Chris, got any comments about those six breakouts that we've selected? 
Well, LaVoy, I think the primary thing that I would say there is, again, just how quality those breakouts are. Um, I mean, I think when you look at the, um, um, you know, you look at, at the, the sponsors that put these on, they understand the importance of looking across the different variety of areas in our, in our industry. And when you look at, for example, um, driving adoption and engagement of your mobile app, I mean, everybody's got a mobile phone and a mobile app. Um, you know, that doesn't change when it comes to your company. We're now, our technicians are using those in the field. And so it's important to understand what's going on inside our company or whether, whether it's our customers using our app. Um, you know, when you look at um, service providers benefiting, um, you know, from the expansion of 5G, you know, we know that wireless needs wires and we're all going to have to look at what that means for our business cases. But mainly, how do we how do we support or how do we utilize even the technology that's coming in with 5G to do what needs to be done for, you know, for our members and for our customers? Um, you know, you got uh, we got a topic at five levels of leadership. That's going to be important where we all can take away and uh, be better leaders than than, you know, than what we are today. And so, you know, we can just go on and on, but I I think the importance there is, again, it's a wide variety of topics. I think our uh, sponsors of those events really understand, um, you know, that that we want to provide quality topics that people can just get better than they were before they attended the session. So, again, it's exciting to hear what, you know, what's going to come out of those sessions. Uh, That's for sure. And I would uh, put a plug in for our associate members. We've got a very strong associate member uh, uh, group and um, when we send out this call for speakers to get programs and they know that it's educational not advertising so you're going to hear a good educational session at every one of these that we've selected and I would say that uh, we only have room for six Uh, we actually received 15 uh, uh, proposals and so that's really a, a strong a strong associate community that we'd like to thank all those folks for being involved and being a part of our association. And um, actually we're hitting a record number actually of associate members we are up to 112 as of today. And that's um, the most we've had since uh, I've been doing this job. So very, very strong supporting. Yeah. And, and Lavoy, um, you know, I, I agree with you again, on just how important it is that, you know, not just that are day to day in the companies providing the service, but, Without our vendors, without that community that does the work that they do, we couldn't do what we do. They're key. They're key in the supply chain. They're key um, in helping us with state-of-the-art technology that does exactly what our members need. And so, you know, they cover everything. You know, from um, you know smart farming um, to um, again 5G and what we're going to do with on our apps um, and uh, you know what we're all doing with the fiber builds that we're doing. So we're again, there's going to be there's more topics than we can cover. But I really appreciate those vendors for stepping up to the plate and sponsoring those because it's important that we that we keep those at the forefront of what we're doing. That, that's exactly right. As we close the day out, we've been talking for 20 minutes on this one day, but uh, it, it is a cram-packed full day. Uh, after our associate member meeting, um, we will actually have our typical um, reception and dinner and entertainment. I'd like to, I'm going to let Chris. Uh, announce who our entertainment is he's been able to uh secure um i would call a big name entertainer so chris who we got yeah so we're excited to announce that jake hoot uh recent winner of the voice will be our primary entertainment and uh lavoy as you know in years past when we met we've went off site a time or two just to try to 
uh, have a time that we can hang out and eat and enjoy each other's company and and uh, talk a little more about what's going on in the industry. But this year we uh, we're going to get to stay on site and uh, and we've been able to secure Jake Hoot. Jake is uh, is again he's a Middle Tennessee guy. Um, he uh, he's not far uh, from where I serve and uh, happened to happened to know his brother and uh, was able to talk to them and he's excited to come and I know that. When that name comes up, I've had several people uh, really get excited because Jake's um, Jake's a really good guy. He really cares about the community. Um, I know you may know this, but he was very active after the tornadoes last year, um, and he's been active through some of the COVID stuff. So Jake's a guy that gives back, and he's a really, really good musician and singer. So we're excited to have him. I think it's going to be a a great cap-off to the show. And uh, like you said earlier on, on the podcast, we sure don't want anybody to miss if they can at all be there. That's right. I would want to mention, too, that, of course, even uh, with um, Jake giving a little uh, on the on the price concession, we were he's still a little above our budget. So we were say like to say that we appreciate all of our associate members stepping up and kicking in a little extra money to to make sure we could we could yep. uh, would get him. So I want to, again, uh, thank the associates for uh, stepping up to the plate. Yeah. And Lavoy, we'll make sure that everybody, every one of those uh, associate members get recognized. Um, at the show, um, you know, specifically so that uh, everybody understands how much they're given to make this show happen. And we all know what they do on a day-to-day basis to help our companies operate the way they do. So excited to excited to promote them along with all that we're going to be learning while we're there. Absolutely. Well, the next day uh, on Thursday, we kind of wrap up the, the, uh, this, the uh, meeting with the uh, Platinum Breakfast to support all of our Platinum members that have contributed more uh, to our association. And then we have our annual uh, vendor showcase. Uh, this is a very popular event at our, at our conference. And what value do you think vendors and attendees uh, receive from the showcase, Chris? Well, boy, it's just that face-to-face time, right? I mean, we're all so busy every day um, just trying to get the work done that's in front of us. Sometimes it's hard, you know, it's hard to, to get face-to-face as much as we would like. And uh, really get to visit for a few minutes with the folks that that are are you know serving our needs as vendors, and um, you know it just we've got the booth set up. And what I love is that it, we have a big show. We have a lot of vendors show up. They understand the importance of this, and uh, you know, and we get we get not only the decision makers, the people that'll decide which products and services they're going to be buying from these vendors, but you know, a lot of us bring technical folks to that sh- to the show as well, and so. You know, you've got those technical guys that need to have questions answered, and so they get some of those answered while they're at the show as well. Um, it's just, again, we're we're doing a really big job in in our state and across the country, but we're really still, you know, we're a small industry in some ways. And um, you know, what I love about that is um, is a lot of this is like a family, and uh, you get to see some folks that you know are there to help take care of you and your company, um, and it's good to be face to face with those people. So it's a it, it's probably the highlight of the show for, for several of my employees that will attend because it's, uh, it's, you know, they're meeting with the people that can do things that really impact their job. And I think that's important that we, we promote those people and get them together as well so that, that they can, you know, that we can get the job done at the highest level because that's what we're here to do. That's right. Uh, I'd like to kind of wrap up by thanking you, Chris, for joining me this morning to, to tell our listeners a little bit about our upcoming convention I'd like to encourage all of our listeners to join us in Franklin, Tennessee, uh, on on June 1, 2, and 3 for our annual convention and showcase. I'd like to have a special 
thanks for for Chris for serving as chairman this year. He's done a lot of hard work and 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 gone to bat for us and to get some good speakers and entertainment. And he's done an outstanding job. So thank you, Chris, for for agreeing to serve as chairman this year. Thanks for the opportunity, Lavoie. And I want to thank the entire committee. That group has worked really hard. I mean, we've had uh, super high attendance on the calls. Everybody's been making calls to put this together. And, of course, we appreciate your leadership on that as well, Lavoie. Well, you're more than welcome. Visit our, our, our website at TennesseeBroadband.com slash events to register. Uh, we are still taking registrations, and we're doing so until May 10th to receive the early bird pricing. After that date, it will be a, a small late fee. But we appreciate everybody's support and uh, attendance. Again, you've been listening to Lead Tennessee Radio, which is produced by the Tennessee Broadband Association. Cooperative and independent companies connecting our state's rural communities and beyond with world-class broadband. Thank you for listening.